Are you the type of person that feels scattered, stressed out, anxious, and completely overwhelmed? Because if you are, then you are my soul friend, because I'm like that all the time. And that's why it's a necessity for me to practice deep level self-care every day. And today we are continuing on with the deep level self-care series. And we're finishing up the section on decluttering. And today we are talking about decluttering the processes in your life, the way that you do things, right? So you could reduce stress and anxiety and start to thrive in your life, start to have that sense of calm. So if you're ready, let's get into it. Welcome to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. I'm your host, Tina Stinson, and we will be talking all about deep level self-care practices to help you have success in both your personal and professional life by reducing stress and anxiety and overwhelm, improving your mindset, and creating a strong, loving connection with yourself. I'll see you on the inside. Hey guys, welcome back to the Soul Aligned Self-Care Podcast. Let me just get my mic a little closer. And today we are talking about the last step in decluttering. So, so far we talked about decluttering the mind. Then we talked a little bit about decluttering the space. And now this week we're talking about decluttering the processes, going from chaos to calm. Okay. And I love this part because this is the part of decluttering that can save you a lot of time. And we all know how important time is. But before I get started, I have to share with you. So yesterday I woke up at like four o'clock in the morning and I was having some kind of an allergic reaction to something. So I looked so funny. So the only, I woke up and you know how you wake up? The first thing I did was I yawned and then the the corners of my mouth both, both cracked. Like I was like, ooh. And then my face felt really weird, right? And I was like, I feel really weird. My lips specifically felt really weird. And so I walked into the bathroom and I looked in the mirror. And so my eyes were just swollen, like right here, like just this one little spot. And my lips, they were were so swollen. I looked so funny. I looked like I got excessive lip injections. And so it wasn't really a severe allergic reaction because I usually if I have a reaction, I get hives all over me. And I only had like a little hives like right here, just a little bit. So I've been taking Benadryl. And so I'm just, I'm telling you guys this because if I seem like I'm a little spacey, because I'm still spacey, I'm not taking a lot of Benadryl, but Benadryl has a profound effect on me. It makes me so sleepy and like spacey. Like all I have to do is take one and I'm like out of it. So it's starting to wear off. So I'm not as spacey as usual, but I'm still spacey. So I have my notes here to keep me on track. So if I seem a little weird, that's why. Okay, so um, I talked about inside of the Soul Line Self-Care Boot Camp, um, I call this decluttering the processes. So under the decluttering lesson, there'll be like three parts, and this is the third part. And it's it's about looking at the way you do things and removing all the friction, removing anything that you don't like, making it as easy as possible, and then adding things back into those processes to make it more enjoyable and make it feel better. So when we, the more we kind of refine the processes in our life, the more we remove stress and that state of like overwhelm, feeling overwhelmed with yourself. We reduce 
a chance of us going into burnout like I did 10 years ago or so. So as I said at the beginning of this deep level self-care series, and we're not even halfway through it yet, there are 11 practices that I share in the boot camp, And this is just one small one that can make such a huge difference in your life. Because when you make the decision to support yourself at this level, you create a mindset shift. And when you create this mindset shift for yourself, you know that you always have your own back and you're putting your health and your wellness at the the forefront of your mind always. And before you know it, it's just an automatic thing, putting yourself first. And when I say putting yourself first, it doesn't mean not helping anybody else and not taking care of anyone else. It's about filling your own cup, right? And so that you can then live your best life and take care of everybody else at the highest level. Because when we don't fill our own cup, how do we show up? We show out, show up tired, stressed out, sometimes sick, right? And so that's what this is about. We all know that saying that I just said, you know, um, about filling your own cup, but I, I take it to like a next level. So when you're doing this and you're operating this way and you start to, as I said, change your mindset and your your health and wellness is at the forefront of your mind all the time, all these practices build on one another. And um, it doesn't just help you avoid burnout. Like we want more than that, right? It doesn't just help you do that. It helps you thrive in your life. It helps you um, up-level the way you're feeling. And just my lips still look weird. Um, and I'll never get used to doing the podcast here on YouTube. So if you guys are listening to me, um, uh, I also put the show onto YouTube. So if you want to hang out with me there and see how weird my face looks, actually it doesn't look that bad anymore, but my lips just feel weird still. So, um, so what do I mean by processes? So it's talking about the way you do things like your morning routine, your bedtime routine, how you go food shopping, how you cook dinner, how you take care of your children, maybe, um, how you get ready for work in the morning. There's so many different things. And I have a few examples of the way I kind of do this for myself in my life. And I use this example all the time because it's one of my favorite things. So I hate waking up in the morning when there's this like a sink full of dirty dishes, right? I also hate doing dishes. So it's, it's just this challenge for me. I just have to share with you guys that it's snowing outside it's like a little gentle snow. I'm trying to embrace it. Not my favorite thing, but I'm going to embrace it because it, it looks kind of pretty. Anyway, so if I wake up in the morning and I see a sink full of dirty dishes, I automatically feel kind of like pissed at myself because I didn't do the dishes and it makes me feel like stressed. It, like I just, I'm not happy, right? So it's it's lowering my energy and it's kind of starting my day off on the wrong foot. When I do the dishes and I go into the kitchen, everything feels good and in its place and I love it. And then to like up-level that a little bit. So I'm removing that clutter. Like I know I have to do the work the night before, but it's going to make me and help me start my day in such a better mental state. It really affects my mood. And so the other thing that I also do is I'll get my coffee pot ready. And if you have a programmer, programmed, programmable uh, coffee pot, then you could do that so that your coffee is ready when you wake up in the morning. And I love it because it makes me feel like really taken care of. Like, even though I'm the one who's taking care of myself, like who better to take care of yourself than you, right? You know exactly what you want. So set yourself up. Like I walk, I wake up, I go into the kitchen, the kitchen is clean, the dishes are clean, the coffee's brewing. 
I'm happy. Like I'm happy. And I'd rather start my day off this way than start my day off with a bunch of dirty dishes in the sink. Maybe I have to wash the coffee pot from the day before and then get it all ready. And uh, excuse me, my nose is itchy. Um, so, so can you see the difference? Can you also see um, how it can affect your mood? You don't have to. You don't have to make like these big, huge changes in order to have an effect on your energy levels and the way you spend your time during your day. Like those were very little things that I did. I washed the dishes and I got my coffee pot ready. And there's so many things like that that you could do to make your life easier. And some of the other areas that you could look at is you could look at your workout routine. Um, an example that I use with workouts is say you leave the house for work every day and your gym is on the other side of town. So your house where you live and your workplace is on one side of town and the gym that you go to that you like so much and you like your trainer or you like a certain class there or whatever, um, it's on the other side of town. So you're spending a lot of driving time. So in order to like reduce some friction from this routine or this process, you could find a gym that's either near your work or near your home, right? I mean, you could find it in the middle, but what's nice about having it near one or the other is you could just like leave and very quickly get to it. So like I would go for like near my home, right? And then you could have another way you could reduce friction and improve the chances of you working out would be to like keep workout and clothes close in the car all the time. And if you work out at home, uh, one of the things I do, because I do work, I work at home and I work out at home. Sometimes I leave the house to go for a run is if I'm planning on a run that day, I put my running clothes on and I work in my running clothes. I could do that. I have the freedom to do that. And what this does is it, it really sets my mindset to I'm going for a run today. And almost always, I will always go for a run, no matter how busy I get at work, no matter what I'm doing, I'll go for a run. I mean, I always say, if you make the commitment of putting a running bra on, then you're going to go for a run because we all know how hard that is. Okay. And it's even harder taking it off. So, um, so what do you, with the questions that you should ask yourself when you're looking at the different tasks in your life is, um, what can I remove to make this a smoother, more enjoyable thing? What can I remove or what can I delegate to make this easier for myself? Can somebody else take some of the responsibility away so this is easier? And then what can I ditch completely? You know, so what can I like remove from the situation completely? So as an example, um, uh, so say you're a person that at that time in your life, you have full responsibility for um, preparing meals for your family. Say that you have a partner and you have two kids or whatever, and your kids are youngish, but old enough to be responsible for themselves. You know, they could make themselves a sandwich or something like that. So different ways that you could delegate this, right? So you're your partner could be responsible for meals once or twice a week, right? So that takes two, two nights off your plate. Your kids can make sandwiches one night for the family. I guarantee you they would love it. Just having the freedom to like create sandwiches for everybody in the family, just do that once a week. Or they can make like a homemade pizza. All you would have to do is throw it into the oven or take it out. Just like fun stuff for them to do. 
So that's say three nights a week. Then you could also use a meal prep service with meals that are completely prepared, delivered to your home. Um, you could go out to dinner every once in a while. And then you could also batch cook and freeze food. So say you're you're making a big pot of chili one night for your family, make enough to like a, make a double batch and put the other half in the freezer. So one night you could just pull that out and have that for one night. So there you go. You're taking care of it. You're you're reducing the amount of time that you're spending cooking because you absolutely hate cooking, right? I, I think I left that part out at the beginning. So, and this is the case for a lot of people, like the responsibility of preparing, preparing meals is on their plate, but they don't want to do it. Like they hate it. They hate cooking. So that's when you need to ditch and delegate. So you can see how easy, um, these are small little things that other family members can do. Now, I know exactly what some people are going to say and- the first, they're going to say, my partner is never going to do that. They're never going to do that. Well, when you're part, when it's your partner's turn, I would say if you have two adults in the household and they're both working full time, that they both should participate in mealtime. And if one of them is not at all participating in mealtime, then um, somebody needs to step up, I think, right? So you might say to me, well, maybe my partner does all of the yard work and I hate yard work and I don't want to do yard work. Well, maybe you could help with a little bit of the yard work if they don't want to do it. I don't know. Make it fair. If you don't want to do all the cooking and you really hate doing it, how how is it worth it for you to trade for you to like take the garbage out once a week or something like that? You know, it just really depends on what you want. Another thing you have to keep in mind when you ditch and delegate is, especially when you delegate, is that you have to let go of the perfection of having it done exactly the way you want it. So if somebody else is going to do it, you have to let go of it being the perfect meal. You have to like, if your kids are making sandwiches, you're going to have to let go of perfection there. Even the pizza, just let go of perfection. Um, I I always say like, if it's getting done by someone else, it's perfect, right? If I, if I don't have to do it, it's perfectly done. Right? So it's very simple. All you have to do is look at the way you're doing things, decide what causes stress in that process, and then remove or delegate it, that thing, right? And then and then add things in to make it more fun. So hmm, for example, like with the, the dinners also, what how would it be if you had like a family pizza night and you all made like homemade pizzas and then you all cleaned up or everybody had a duty, like this person set the table, this person cleared the table, this person did the dishes, and this person um, made the pizzas. Oh, everybody's going to want to make their own pizza because that's really the fun part. But, you know, you could delegate everything and have it be like a group thing. How, first of all, it's a way to connect with your family. It's a way to have fun doing something that you don't really like to do. And it makes the time go by faster. So it's just, I, I think it's really simple. You have to get creative. You have to use your imagination. Like sometimes when we delegate things to other people, it can't. it's not always 100% delegation. Like we're not getting rid of it completely. Like I used in this cooking example, it's kind of like, yeah, okay, well, I'm still cooking dinner two to three times a week, but at least you're not cooking dinner seven times a week, right? So it's like, it's an improvement. It's, a, it's an improvement. It's a reduction of stress. Could you imagine how great it would be to come home from work and have someone else handle the whole dinner thing, right? Um, it could be that you could delegate all kinds of different things like that. Okay. So um, a question that I get a lot is, uh, so if it's that simple, why doesn't everybody do it? And that's a good question. And 
My answer is because it's difficult to set up in the beginning. It's a lot of work. Setting these things up is a lot of work. You have to have a conversation with the other people in your life. You have to get them to agree to it. They're not always going to do it exactly how you want it. You have to let go of the perfection. Um, they're going to forget to do it and you're going to have to remind them or, you know, it's, it's just, it doesn't work out perfectly and it takes work to set it up. But the the amount, the reward on the other side are so lasting. There's the stress reduction, the closeness in your family, like the reduction of anxiety, the, the, the gaining of some time, some time freedom. So like, say you have that one or two days a week, you get to come home and not have to do anything with dinner and you can sit and read your book or you could do a workout twice a week or I don't know, whatever you want to do, whatever your thing is, so to speak, you could do that. So this is, this is just one small step out of, I have 11 different practices inside of the boot camp, and I'm sharing these with you. Um, I've been sharing them on my blog and I share them here on the podcast. I want to share all these steps with you so I can help as many people as possible. So if you know someone that could benefit from all these deep level self-care practices that you could point them towards the blog or the podcast. Um, I think I'm about, I don't know, maybe it's five podcasts um, on this topic. And once I'm finished with it, I'm going to send out uh, a link to my email list with everything there so that it could you could binge listen to it if you want. You can listen to the whole series and take notes and stuff. So it'll almost be like a little mini program. Um, and I wanted to do this so that I could help more people. That was the whole point of it. But if you want to like go deep into it with me, then you should jump inside the boot camp. If you want to, um, if you need more support and you need more guidance and you need accountability, then that's when you jump into the, the boot camp with me. Um, and the wait list is now open and registration is opening soon. So I'll put that link in the show notes. So after I had my stroke, so I, I had to get really serious, right, about reducing my stress levels because I realized that when I had my stroke, I was in the best shape of my life, right? I was working out really heavily and I also ate pretty good. I didn't eat perfect, but I ate pretty good. I was very healthy, except I wasn't taking care of those stress levels at all. Like I really, I had the attitude, like I knew I was stressed out, Um I didn't know how serious it was, but I kind of felt like, you know, I'm young. I can handle this. Isn't this what everybody's doing when they're raising kids? And I was raising three kids. Um, so it was a lot. I was a single mom. Um, but what happened was, yes, I, I got to reduce my stress and anxiety and overwhelm. Yes, I got to enjoy my life more. And yes, I got to avoid burnout. But what happened really after that, when I started bringing these practices into my life every day on the constant was I didn't just avoid burnout. I was thriving in all these different areas of my life. It was amazing. So I got all these benefits that I didn't expect and I wasn't really aware that I was going to receive. So I got to reconnect with myself. I learned to love myself deeply and accept myself exactly as I was. Um, and, and still in that state, I still was able to better myself. So I was accepting of where I was and I loved myself as I was, but I was still wanting to learn and better myself. Right. And that was something that was really important because when you're in a relationship, a very negative, abusive 
relationship, it really strips down your self-worth. It strips it away. I had none. I had like none, none left, right? And so this benefit was absolutely amazing to me. And it was like one of the most important things that happened. And from that, my relationships improved because of my own self-love improving. So I loved myself. And they say, you can only love someone as much as you love yourself. And I truly believe that's true, right? So my own relationships that I had with my kids and with the other significant people in my life improved. Um, Also, a shift that happened was I was no longer satisfied with doing like dull and mundane like tasks or work. Um, It was almost like it was unacceptable for me not to follow and do things that I was absolutely passionate about. And this was really difficult for me because at the time I was selling real estate and I hated it. I really didn't like it. It was a means to an end. It was really the perfect thing to be able to be a single mom and raise my kids. I got to spend time with them. Um, I never had to put them in daycare and I... I truly believe that that was like a huge blessing for me. And so it served its purpose, but I just couldn't, I just couldn't do it anymore. And so I had to do things that I was passionate about. So I seek them out. I learned to master these skills and these things that I loved. And then I I include them in my life every day. So basically I found out what my purpose was and that's what I'm doing here. I'm sharing this with other people so they don't have to experience the intense burnout that I experienced. You don't have to go down that road. You don't have to be stressed out. You could have everything you want and you can do it without the stress, anxiety, and the overwhelm, okay? But it's about doing these things on the daily, these practices. It's about shifting your mindset to, I need to fill my cup first so that I can then, I can then, I don't know if you could see this on the screen. Something just popped up on my computer. Let me X out of it. Okay. I don't want that to be on the recording. So, so that you can then put your best self forward for your children, for your partner, for your business, for your job, whatever, whatever's important to you. Right. I also learned how to like manage my my and protect my energy, right? So in order to keep myself healthy and happy, I learned the type of people I wanted in my life and the type of people I didn't want in my life, the type of activities I wanted to participate in, the movies I wanted to watch, the different media I wanted to um, expose myself to in order to stay healthy and happy. And every day I'm constantly adjusting that in my life so that I don't, I I don't let anything get in that's going to pull down my energy levels and stress me out or cause anxiety, um, which is very difficult to do in today's world, right? We're all, and it happens sometimes. I'm not perfect. Like just because I share these practices with you doesn't mean that I'm perfect at it. It just means that this is something I make sure I do every day. And sometimes things happen that you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do something that's not so positive or I'm not, I won't be taking care of my health as well as I usually do. Just like everybody else, everybody's human. But the difference is, is when you notice that you've fallen off somewhere in your life, maybe you're not eating as well. Maybe you're spending time with people who are too negative. Maybe, um, maybe you're not enjoying your work as much as you used to, and it's time for a change. Like it's about acknowledging it and not ignoring it and keep going. It's about acknowledging it and taking small baby steps to make the changes in your life that you need to keep yourself happy and healthy. Um, There's always this argument in 
the coaching industry, I could say, about balance. And some people like balance doesn't exist. And some people think about there is such thing as balance. And I think it's, it's kind of the way you think about it, right? So I think that balance is something that exists, right? You can have balance in your life. But I think the way you need to look at it is you never get to a point where you're completely balanced, right? It's kind of like riding a bicycle. So you get on the bicycle and you get balanced, right? You're like, oh, this is good. I'm balanced. But you don't just then let go of the the, the handlebars and just like lay back. No, you're holding on to the, the handlebars. You're steering. You're constantly shifting your weight back and forth in order to stay balanced. And life is the same way. So like you have to notice when you're getting out of balance and then bring yourself back to center, bring yourself back to center. Um, also another metaphor is kind of like when you're meditating, it's like, there's no such thing as not having any thoughts in your head, but it's about bringing yourself back to center. Like your thoughts start wandering off. You're like, Oh, let me get back here in the present moment. Oh, they start wandering off this way. Let me get back here. <laughs> right. And so there's, there's, it's a, it's a constant lifestyle change. It's a constant way of being right it's it's something that you have to be aware of and be willing to pay attention and take the time to slow down every once in a while and check in with yourself and say to yourself what do i need right now what's not working what do i want am i working towards those things that i want every day like what can i do to shift back into that what are the changes i need to make um how do i need to change the things I do in order to make those changes, like just checking in with yourself, right? So I think, yeah, I'm looking at my notes and I think I told you guys everything I want to tell you about <laughs> about decluttering. But like I said, if you want to go deeper into it and you need support, guidance and accountability, then I would I would encourage you to get on the wait list for, for the boot camp. It's going to be opening soon. Um, there is a painful option that's going to be available, but then I'm also going to offer a payment plan to make it a lot easier to get into the boot camp. And uh, next year, 2024, so mid January, we're starting. It's the first time that I'm going to go live into each lesson and work with you guys as a group. So there's going to be limited spaces. Um, so I'll be working with you probably every week. I think, I think we'll cover a new topic uh, depending on the different lessons that I'm teaching. Some of them are a lot need more time than a week, right? And so I'm just going to work with you through all of those. So you'll have the support, you'll have the guidance, and you'll have the accountability. So hop on the wait list. Also, I wanted to let you guys know that I the, the website for the essential oil roller called Just Breathe is live. I think I put, I shared with you the link in the um, the last, last episode show notes. I'm going to share that again. I'm going to be running a little special coming soon. So right now, all you could do is buy one. I'm going to have a, a buy three special that's coming soon. That's going to be on there. Be sure to follow me on Instagram uh, for it's called soul aligned infusions so that you can learn when a new product is released or a new offer. Okay, guys, remember to practice deep level self-care every single day. I love you and I'll see you next week. Bye.